You're listening to the Displaying Grace Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Rabin, and we are journeying through God's Word together every day, one chapter at a time. You can follow along with us on the Displaying Grace Bible Reading Plan, and you can grab it free now at displayinggrace.com. We jump into um, the bulk of what Proverbs holds for us. Um, I feel it necessary to say, um, with all that is happening around us, the best place that we can go right now is to the Lord in prayer. The best place that we can go is to him. And I think it's fitting, um, in a time that feels very broken, um, and unsure and hard, we can turn to the Lord in prayer. Uh, and then we can open his word and we can see what his word has to say. What is the truth of God's word about who we are supposed to be as believers, how we are supposed to live with one another, to love our neighbor as ourself. To walk humbly with our God, to seek justice, and to love mercy. Scripture is clear. And when things feel radically difficult, we can turn to the Word of God. And when we don't have words, I feel like that's kind of where I've been lately. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. Um, and so I haven't. Because... I don't process things on the internet. Um, I don't process my thoughts and feelings and emotions without first checking them with the Lord. Um, and so that's what I've been doing. But I want us to, I want us to really check our hearts. Um, really check our hearts. And to really seek hard after God right now. Um, I believe the enemy is busy. And we should be busy too. And we should be about the business of the gospel. And loving our neighbors. And being unified rather than divided. So I think that it's fitting we're headed into uh, Proverbs. Into the book of wisdom. Uh, because I think a lot of us are really looking for that right now. Like, what is the next step? What do we need to do? What is the next right thing that we need to be doing uh, as a country, um, in, in our cities, in our neighborhoods? What is the next right thing for us to do? And so we're looking for wisdom and we're asking God for that wisdom because he is the one who gives good things. He gives the wisdom that we need. We're not going to find it outside in the world. We're not going to find the wisdom that we need outside of scripture. We're not going to find it. It is going to fail us. The knowledge of the world is not going to do us any good when things get hard. It's not. We have to go to God. He is the answer. He is the solution. Because we find ourselves here in this place because of sin. Sin is what is driving all of the darkness in the world. Sin. And we have a very real enemy who wants us to continue to walk in darkness, 
to continue to be divided, to continue to fight, to continue to not be unified. That's what he wants. He wants our eyes on our circumstance and our situation rather than on what he is trying to do. And so when we need wisdom, we can't go to the world for that. We have to go to God. We have to go to God for wisdom. Because our battle in this world, as it says in Ephesians chapter 6, is not against flesh and blood. But it's against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness, the enemy. And so in order to fight the enemy, we need wisdom. Not just any wisdom, but we need godly wisdom. And so we're going to talk a lot about that uh, over the next week as we jump into Proverbs. As we read the truth of God's word, uh, what I love about Proverbs is it's focused on the character of the believer and how we are to live out uh, God's word, how we are to live out obedience, how we are to walk wise. That's what we're doing. We're going to ask God for wisdom and I want us to do it together. I want us to lament, to pray, to seek God and to ask for his wisdom because that's what matters. That's what matters. The wisdom he gives us will help us know how to go forward. It'll help us know what to do next. So we have to seek God, his counsel, and his help. And so when we talk about Proverbs, we when we get into sort of the nitty gritty facts of why Proverbs is, who wrote it, um, its purpose, all of those things, we know that the bulk of the Authorship really is attributed to Solomon, the son of David. And Solomon was a wise man. He was very wise. He was very knowledgeable. Uh, he devoted himself to study, to wisdom, to all of those things. And we see it reflected in his writings. And we know he wrote the Song of Solomon, uh, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes. And so we sort of see this progression through his life where um, it's possible that Song of Solomon was written when he was younger. Um and then Proverbs was written when he was middle-aged and sort of dealing with the bulk of life. And then Ecclesiastes sort of falls at the end of his life where he's questioning so much. And he's questioning uh, the worth and the value of knowledge um, and really indicating that chasing after the wind. So we're going to hit on Ecclesiastes, um, of course, next after we're done with Proverbs. But I want us to really... Um, know and understand the author and his purpose behind what he is writing. And so um, we see that these are wisdom literature pieces. So Ecclesiastes, Proverbs, and Job are considered wisdom literature. Uh, they're poetic in nature, but they are still wisdom pieces. So they're giving uh, wisdom advice or statements that's talking about how we are to live our lives as believers. And so we need to understand this, this idea of wisdom first. So we're not just talking about like general wisdom. General wisdom is uh, the ability to judge correctly and to follow the best course of action based on knowledge and understanding. That's wisdom. Biblical wisdom, however, varies differently because we're not following a best course of action based on what we know and what we understand of the world around us because heavens, where has that gotten us? 
So this is not worldly knowledge that we're talking about worldly wisdom. We're talking about biblical wisdom and biblical wisdom is different in, in two senses. Okay. The very first and most important is that we humble ourselves before God in reverence and worship and obedience in order to find biblical wisdom. We have to be humble and reverent to God in worship and obedience before wisdom is applied. Because true wisdom, true knowledge comes from God through the Holy Spirit. He's the one who teaches us. He is the one who equips us. Uh, Pentecost was um, celebrated over the weekend and the and what happened at Pentecost in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit came and the Holy Spirit had a job and had a purpose. And so the Holy Spirit still has a job, still has a purpose, still active, still working, still doing what needs to be done and is still teaching believers today. When we open God's word, we ask uh, God to teach us. We ask for wisdom and the Holy Spirit is the one that provides that wisdom for us. And so we see that that's the first step, humility, humbling ourselves in reverence before God. And then wisdom is applied. He provides the wisdom. He provides the wisdom and the knowledge that we need. And so our very first step before we ever open the book of Proverbs and ask God to teach our hearts and to show us is to humble our hearts in reverence, in honor, in worship, in obedience to God and to his word and to what he has said. So that's our first step. That's the first step that needs to be taken because we see it right off the bat in Proverbs 1 in verse 7 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord. Not this fear as if I'm afraid. Not the fear that I feel right now today with all that's happening in the world. Not that kind of fear. But the fear, the awe of a powerful, incredible, mighty God. The awe. Not fear as we think of fear in the world but fear as in putting God in his rightful place. He is the author. He is the creator of all. He created each and every one of us, all of us in his image. We are all image bearers of Christ, all of us. And so we stand in awe, in awe of God, that he created all of this, that he sustains all of this, and that one day he will return and make every wrong right. We are in awe of that. And that is the beginning of wisdom. And so we see that a wise man, according to the Old Testament, uh, walks in the ways of the Lord, which is the way of truth and righteousness. So that is a wise man, a man who walks in the way of truth and righteousness and who walks in the ways of the Lord. That is wise. That is a wise person who does those things. And so that's how we gain wisdom. We gain wisdom by walking with the Lord, by walking in the way of truth, walking in the way of righteousness. And so we see that the bulk of Proverbs really focuses on um, our conduct and our character, uh, primarily in our spiritual life, morality, and uh, socially. 
So we see that this is going to cover our conduct and our character, our behavior, how we should behave as believers. Um, most of the Proverbs are attributed to Solomon, like we said earlier, uh, except for 30 and 31 and then parts of 22 through 24. Um, but the bulk of them are contributed to Solomon and it was probably written around 950 to 900 BC. And so we kind of see some literary aspects here. Uh, this is really important as we study that we are looking at these things. Um, so we're going to see comparison of opposites and we're going to see the comparison of similar things. Um, and so then we're going to see imagery, which is picture language. It's painting a picture. Uh, we're also going to see personification, which is giving personality to inanimate objects like a honeycomb, for example. So some of the key words, wisdom, knowledge, instruction, folly, fear of the Lord, uh, life, law, commandments, but righteousness, evil, and justice. And so we're going to see this, and I think it's going to be fitting for where we are and the knowledge and the wisdom that we need. I think God's going to really provide that in the pages of Proverbs for us and really help us gain some understanding for where we are um, and digging into God's word. So Solomon abounded in wisdom. We talked about that um, and that he really was um, one who sought hard after the Lord. He asked the God, he asked God for wisdom. Uh, he asked God for knowledge and God provided. And then we see, of course, as I mentioned earlier in in chapter one, verse seven, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And this really is the, the core piece of Proverbs, this fear of the Lord. And so in order to have biblical wisdom, there must be humility in our hearts and reverence and worship and obedience to God. And then God will apply the wisdom that we need. And so I think as we study, I think we're really going to, um, be impacted deeply by what God has to say. Because here's what we have to remember. Yes, these are attributed to Solomon, but these are the words that God himself put in him to write on paper. These are the very words of God. These are the very instructions of God. And so we need to remember that as we read, that no matter the author, Yes, we need to understand his intent and who he was and all of those things. But we have to remember that God's word, all of it, Genesis to Revelation, are his thoughts, are God's thoughts in the words of man. And so we can take this to heart because this is God's truth. This is God's instruction and wisdom, the reminder that you and I need that we have to walk in humility if we are going to be wise and if we are going to know how to face the things that are coming at us, um, which feel like a hundred miles a minute, something new every day. We have to have the wisdom of God to be able to face it, to be able to uh, stand against the wrongs that we see, uh, to be able to endure uh, this life as long as he tarries, as long as he uh, has us here. We have to have wisdom to know how to handle our days. And we have to have wisdom in order to teach our children how to also have wisdom and to instruct them in the ways of the Lord. And so I just want to leave off with this one thing. I just want you to know that I'm praying for you. 
if you follow us here, if you are part of our Displaying Grace family, you're prayed for and you're very loved. And I will not allow the enemy to have victory here. And I will be praying and am praying and have prayed for that. And I pray you do the same. I pray you do the same. And remember that we are united together because we are part of the family of God. We are sisters in Christ because we are part of the family of God, no matter the color of our skin. But I want you to know that you are loved, that you are cared for, and you have a safe place here. Always. So until next time, I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Displaying Grace Bible Study Podcast. We cannot wait to share God's word with you in 2020. Thank you.